Hello and welcome to News Claude. It's Friday the 7th of September and I'm Christy. I'll be delivering a lovingly packaged parcel of gaming news for you for the next 10 to 15 minutes. You can send us a tweet or follow us at Claude of War on Twitter or you can find us at anchor.fm forward slash Claude hyphen off hyphen war where you'll find a myriad ways of listening to us. Apologies for missing last week's episode. My daughter had just gone back to school and immediately brought back the plague. Rather than inflict my disgustingly gurgly, bubo-ridden plague voice on your ears, I figured you'd rather have some peace. But I'm back now, so yay! On to the news! So, there was going to be a very highly anticipated Nintendo Direct, expected to announce a bunch more games and some details of the rapidly oncoming truck that is the Nintendo Online service. Unfortunately, but totally understandably, Nintendo have delayed the Direct due to a devastating earthquake and subsequent landslides in Hokkaido in Japan. We send our sympathies alongside, I'm sure, everyone else's. Sometimes, folks, games are irrelevant. Nintendo sent out a tweet which said, Due to the powerful earthquake in Hokkaido, Japan, we have decided to delay this week's planned Nintendo Direct. We'll provide a new time and date in the near future. Thank you for your understanding. Now, if you're feeling generous, then donating to the Japanese Red Cross is probably the best way to help. Japan has suffered a lot of bad weather and landslides recently, and it'll have been under pressure even before this earthquake hit. I'll put a link in the description. Frozen Synapse 2 releases next week. It's been a long time in the making and is quite the outlandish iteration on the previous simultaneous turn-based tactical asynchronous title. Genres people, let's make them simpler somehow, can we? They've taken all the good stuff in the previous game and blended it with a procedurally generated open world city and despite the proc gen stuff, they've managed to craft a story around it all too. They're carrying over all the lovely asynchronous stuff too, so that play-by-mail vibe that was there in the first game should be present in this one as well. It's all looking rather fabulous if you prefer tactics to grand strategy and hopefully for the devs it'll sell well from the 13th of this month onwards. It's a busy time of year, but they have a great USP here, and they should, should find their niche. Stunning Ghibli-esque half-animation, half-platformer Forgotten Anne is coming to the Switch. The title will arrive on the little portable Marvel sometime in 2019. It's been out on Xbox, PS4 and PC since May, and released to critical acclaim. It's a weird one, this. Normally I'm constantly saying things are perfect for the Switch, but this one, with the quality of the animation and the visuals, I don't know, I feel like it's a better fit with a beefier machine plugged into a big screen. It's an incredibly cinematic game. But that's from the point of view of someone who has all the big platforms. If you only have the Switch, then it's obviously great that it's coming to the platform. No one should miss out on anything that gets so frequently compared to a Ghibli movie. Netflix's The Witcher is gathering pace. The man who will play Geralt has been announced as Viggo Morte- Uh, oh no. No, it's not. It's Henry Cavill. That's right, baby-faced Superman actor Cavill will play shirtless grey wolf Geralt of Rivia. I'm sorry, but I just can't see it working. He'd be a great dandelion, though. I mean, he's a fan of the books and games, so yeah, that's a plus. But no, just no. My partner, who is a Witcher nut, said, I don't get it, it won't work. He's too weak, before ripping a wyvern's throat out with her bare teeth. Now that there's a resurgence of interest in hobbits following the announcement of Amazon throwing a giant money hat at a five-year-long Lord of the Rings series, a new Lord of the Rings MMO is on the cards. 
Athlon Games, a subsidiary of Chinese publisher Leiyu Technologies, owner of Warframe developer Digital Extremes and Splash Damage, sent out a press release which said... Athlon Games is partnering with Middle-Earth Enterprises to develop a pu- and publish a free-to-play, massively multiplayer online video game based on The Lord of the Rings. The landmark fantasy literary work of J.R.R. Tolkien, set in the world of Middle-Earth during the years leading to the events of The Lord of the Rings. The game will provide Middle-Earth fans throughout the world with a new immersive game experience for epic exploration of the Tolkien universe. Now, what's weird about all this is... Well, there's already a Lord of the Rings MMO. It's been out for years. I mean, I guess they feel like starting from scratch is the way to go, but there's going to be so many conflicting expectations of this one that it's going to be a difficult job to please everyone. Existing Lotro players will have one set of expectations. Fans of the books and movies will have others. And even fans of the Shadow of Mordor and War games will be looking at this eagerly. Good luck to them. With Spider-Man now launched, but not yet in my hands, a Amazon is worth pointing and laughing at the Puddles crew. For those that weren't aware, there was a predictable Reddit hoo-ha about graphics downgrades from people who'd snagged a copy early. This time, weirdly, they were complaining about Puddles. Yes, apparently we had a Puddle downgrade. I mean, a Puddle is already a downgraded pool or pond, so I'm not sure what a Puddle is downgraded to. Also, Spidey's outfit apparently was downgraded as well. Maybe to a tunic? In a surprisingly brilliant response from Digital Foundry, they they argued that it was actually an upgrade of anything and put paid to yet another bout of concern trolling from people who probably should know better. I get that we have had a history of bullshots from certain corners of the gaming industry over the years, but I have to say that it's getting a bit daft and a bit sad. The hair trigger needs to go away. It must have been incredibly frustrating for all the hard-working creative developers and artists who poured their lives into making something evidently amazing, to see it getting unfairly ripped to pieces by a crowd of bored internerds with a passion for video game puddles. And now on to the mini-news, otherwise known as news I couldn't be arsed to write more than a couple of sentences about. Xbox Australia of Xbox onesie fame have gone one step further a greaseproof PUBG branded Xbox controller for those of you arrogant enough to think you're getting chicken dinner. (laughs) THQ Nordic has acquired another much loved and long lost IP, the beleaguered but rather excellent Kingdoms of Amalur, is now another trophy on the wall of the rapidly expanding and seemingly incredibly savvy publisher. Watch this space, I think they're going to burst into next gen with a lot of properties to play with. Sony UK appears to have leaked the existence of Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition HD via the PSN store, which has set tongues wagging about a possible Switch version being announced in the now-delayed Ninty Direct. Why would they do this? Well, maybe they didn't want people thinking the Switch version is the only version about to be out there. Civilization 6 has been announced for the Switch. This has uh, just been announced today and is, I think, fallout from the Nintendo Direct being cancelled. It's due out November the 16th and it's going to come with uh, the Vikings, Poland, Australia, Persia, Macedon content, along with um, four player local cooperative and competitive play. So let's finish off with some recommendations for the weekend. And this week it's only one game and it's into the breach one of a new wave of what i like to call micro strategy games which seems to be a thing now 
This one is by the genius minds behind FTL and is a little 8x8 isometric procedurally generated advanced wars like strategy game. The premise is very Pacific Rim. Um, basically you are piloting mechs attacking these kind of big kind of Godzilla insecty Mothra beasts um, except you time travel back to the start when you fail and you will fail and then you're allowed to take one of your upgraded pilots back through the time hole to begin the fight again it's a devious little title which has just released on Switch and feels a very natural fit there but it's also been out on PC for a while now too it fits perfectly alongside the weirdly relaxing Bad North tiny strategy is back folks maybe we'll get another advanced war soon maybe please ninty and that's the end of the news claude hit us up on the anchor app or send us a tweet on at claude of war find me on mastodon if you like because that's where i live now i'm at pixel christie at 90s.cafe like us subscribe to us we're recording our fortnightly full episode on sunday so keep an eye out for that early next week Have a great weekend, folks. Goodbye. Our excellent music is courtesy of Eric Matias at soundimage.org and the sound effects are courtesy of audiosoundclips.com. All of this is through the Creative Commons license.